0: <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be right if I was still recovering <laughs> if I didn't open up the stream with a fucking cough. <laughs> this nigga
1: still on perk thirties. It's crazy.
0: Hey, where? Oh damn! It. It's I put it up. It's in the bathroom because I, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need this shit no more. I don't, I don't, I don't quit coughing. I'm, I'm good now. I'm good now. As soon as you think you're good. It come back and get you. Yeah, that's how that that's how that vid do. Man. Br- bruh, like, we, we, what's funny is, like, we'll be talking or something. Uh, or, like, last week when I was at work, uh, we had this tour come through, whatever. And, like, this guy that used to work with us, we sitting there chopping it up or whatever. And he telling me about this house that him and his wife bought and they they rehab and, blah. Uh, he gave me the laughing. I break out with the COVID cough like mid-laugh. You know, and I'm just like, damn, man, like, be glad when this go away. We in the space the other day. or I can't remember who it was. We talking, then y'all give me the laugh and I... (laughs) (laughs) Hacking up alone. Man, it's... It's annoying as fuck. I ain't gonna lie damn disgusting but it is, it, is. it is
1: i've been trying to avoid being sick i don't think it's been it ain't been cold enough here for me to get sick and that damn uh groundhog saw didn't see a shadow so we know what that means spring coming early baby hey spring coming early
0: look it's it's been it's been like i think the lows here have been like low 50s and the highs have been like low to mid 60s, roughly. So it, it's like it's chilly, but it's comfortable. Uh, to the point where like you you don't need to have the air on or the heater on. Nothing. You just just chill, and you're good. And and that's how it's been. Like uh, yes. I had uh, I got a post to pick on twitter instagram and stuff like that but you can see you can follow us right there our our names are literally wait man you see it at the bottom of the screen bro like just make sure you peep our ads follow us and then in that in the upper corner above keys because that's how it look on my screen um make sure you follow and, and support the sponsor gel blasters
1: I ain't got my gel blaster with me right now. <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie, I'm a little sick myself. Uh, the show must go on though, but I, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't popping no perk thirties. I definitely popped a couple pills though. So y'all <laughs> see me nodding off at some point. Y'all know why? Uh, hey, <laughs> bro, like brain, I promise, that, like that migraine medicine then kicked in. I ain't dead. I'm just sleeping. And, and what's crazy is
0: like I'll it'll knock me out, or I'll be sleep. And then for whatever reason like you know my i, I can't stay sleep so then i wake up it's two three four in the morning and now i can't go back to sleep and y'all wonder why like how does how does jermaine know all of this because when y'all be asleep, i can't sleep and i be up looking up stuff and, and reading stuff and watching stuff a lot of times it's, it's stuff that i already know i'm just going back over it or whatever but uh we need to start the show the way we typically would like to start the show. And now that we got stuff fixed, we can start the show the right way.
1: The way we the way we normally start the show.
0: The we normally start Right on. To the girls whose eyes get starry when you're looking at carrie You're in the right place, baby. <clears throat> <laughs> Look, girl, I got more hoes than a box Wrong. of Cheerios. And I'm so damn fly, I can't get a cold in the cold. Been pimping for ages, even when I was in a pimp. My queen lace my shoes, I call her Miss Alexander. I ride in the backseat of a Cadillac. The whip's so clean, had to get it in a black. My style's so different, talking revolutionary. Impeccable, credible, you gon' need a dictionary. Man, I got the looks and the brain like a teacher. And with this pimp shit, had to get king for the feature. I keep the throat picked and sprayed with oil shame. I can't even take a shit without my bling bling I keep a Marvin Gaye record in the record player I play it so you wanna be players know how to play it I swear I've been scheming and faming dreaming about this paper got paper so long I got it layer after layer and I can count this paper at the same time and rap I love ghetto angels I ain't talking no cap
1: and you can dig that baby but now we have hey. a Hey, bro. I told you, Tevin sent Yo, shout out to my dog, Tevin, yo. Uh, shout Tevin, out to Tevin for the recommendation. Tevin said that, uh, told me to uh, I should use that, and that shit. I was listening to it. I was like, oh, this cold. Yes. I like that. I love some pimp shit. I like when a nigga talking that pimp talk. Bro, like... So, nah, that shit was fire.
0: It wasn't just... It, it was like... It was the perfect beat It was the perfect flow, the lyrics, and I mean, if y'all even go on there, it's um, on YouTube because we live on YouTube, so YouTube, don't, we do not own the rights to this music. We taking it off of y'all website, so chill out. Uh, It's Kari Holt, K-H-A-R-I Holt, H-O-L-T, Pimp's Anthem featuring Akeem Ali. It's the official music video on YouTube. Uh, Y'all can go and check that out um if you're looking to peep out what, what was the intro song for this week's uh episode 19 of socio sports presented by jail blasters jail blasters
1: Jail Blasters, jail blasters you ain't got a, if you ain't got a jail blaster definitely go get you one man it's lit for the family for the summer uh not for children under the age of uh i'm gonna say eight they ain't really got no official like age joint but i i was playing with the kids and let's just say it should be for the teenagers uh <laughs> I ain't gonna oh, hold hey, y'all man. I, this, hey, tell man. them, look, make make I sh- sure they
0: got my 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 uh, my man. my address. I'm
1: looking for mine. I got you. I I email so I'm trying right, to. Get, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm working on that. But yeah, I shot I shot Jackson up, and uh, I probably should have put a, a couple thicker layers on him. My <laughs> man had some weps on him from <laughs> them joints. I ain't know they shoot hard like that but I forgot I had used the bigger gun and the bigger gun shoots harder than the smaller one so well actually the small the one he had is the smaller one um the surge one shoots faster and harder but I don't know I guess we were too close to each other or something but yeah can't can't let him play with those no more <laughs> but definitely definitely get your gel blasters they're lit yo like I think I like this a little I think for the younger kids stick to Nerf you know but mm-hmm. For the teenagers the older kids like it's kind of dope like you can do your you can have like a, a paintball without paintball type thing like it is dope it's definitely dope so i, I highly recommend
0: so basically highly. what you're saying is you 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 mark nephew up Yeah, i fucked him up I <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> like <laughs> i was like hey
1: have fun and everything, but don't bury the lead.
0: <laughs> you marked them
1: man, up. <laughs> man. Man. All right. So I'm also um probably I'm sending an alarm for in the morning because I was supposed to do it last week and my weekend was long. I didn't do nothing I was supposed to do. I don't even remember half of it. But um we are gonna run the contest. Uh we're giving away a couple gel blasters. Um I'm not sure if I'm gonna just do one winner or if I'm gonna do two and do two different pack white packages um but either way um for those listening once this drops uh probably tomorrow or those who are live right now with us listening um a couple things if you're listening right now hopefully you are subscribed to everything but if you are not to enter yourself into the contest you have to follow hmm How do I want to do this? Uh, All right. So you need to follow Sucio Sports on Instagram. That's S-U-C-I-O dot S-P-O-R-T-Z. Sucio Sports on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sucio Sports on Twitter. Same thing without the dot. S-U-C-I-O-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Also, follow the YouTube. Make sure you click the bell for notifications. I need... And also follow the hosts on Twitter, just on Twitter. Um, as you see, both of our ads are right here on the screen. For those who are listening, not watching, my ad is at D-X-K-E-Y-Z. My other co-host, Jermaine, is at the the underscore J-E-R-M-A-I-N-E. Uh, we will be, I, it'll be posted everywhere, so don't worry. You know, it'll also be in the description. Probably not. I don't know. But either way, um, follow everything and I need a screenshot that you have followed everything, and that is your entry. We will I right, we need a number as far as where we want the Instagram, the Twitter, and the YouTube to be. I need to hit I'm gonna do a low number. Um Five hundred followers on everything, which on Twitter shouldn't be too hard. But you know it's Twitter. Five hundred followers on everything, and we'll pick a winner after that. Um, yeah, we'll start low. We'll start low with five hundred. Yeah. Actually, I want a thousand. I ain't gonna hold you. I rather thousand yeah. followers. Yeah, find out because uh, hold up. Uh. I'll make a decision by the morning. Five, somewhere yeah, between 500 i I'm trying to figure out to put
0: I can't figure out where to put
1: it. Somewhere between five hundred and a thousand, and we'll do a giveaway. Um, like I said, I don't know if I'm gonna pick one winner or two. Um, probably that day. I'll probably feel good and generous and do two, uh, two winners. So, yeah, follow all of them. Screenshot it. Send it to either one of us, and that is your entry into the drawing. Uh, for the gel blasters, uh, it will be tweeted out and Instagrammed and probably on both of our personal Facebooks. Um, by the morning, uh, yeah, at least by the morning, I'll probably write it up and schedule it out, you know, that type of shit. But, uh, definitely giving away uh, one or two gel blasters. Um, yeah, that's that. At least get your gel blaster journey started, you know, after that, you're on your own. But once you get Man. it, trust me, you're gonna want to buy it's- one.
0: It it's it it's so much like when I saw how y'all was having fun with it, I was like, oh snap, like hey I, I think I want mine now. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, hold up, no, 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 no. no. I, I need mine. Where mine's at. But uh yeah, bro, it's it's a fun product, you know. Just I mean, e- even if you don't have small kids or, or kids, period like, just for you and your friends just to hang out, play around, and you know what I'm saying? It's similar to paintball, but it's not as messy. Exactly. Describe it, you know, like, in layman's terms for you to just kind of understand it a little bit better.
1: Nah, definitely. Definitely less messy. Um, They dissolve as soon as they uh, hit the ground. Uh, So... It definitely is. So um, but with that being said, it's Super Bowl weekend, guys. We're gonna start. We Bro. just gonna we're just gonna jump right into football. Uh, like we always do. That's usually first topic unless something crazy going on. Mm-hmm. 49ers Chiefs, man. We we touched on it a little bit last week, but it's super bowl week, so we can talk talk now.
0: Dude, like the it, here's what I'm looking at right now is Basically, like, like it, it's that time of year where we get, like, sometimes some of the some of the strangest stuff that happens, or casual fans and whatnot. And I I, I text Keys this earlier today, and I was like, "Yeah, it, it's it's definitely that time of year when this kind of kind of stuff happens, right?" Mm-hmm. So I'm at work i gotta you know i i'm 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 drinking my coffee and everything drinking my water and everything you know hey gotta use the bathroom right i go to the bathroom co-worker in there he like fixing something cleaning something or whatever i'm using i'm using the urinal my coworker while i'm trying to use the urinal just use the bathroom get in get out you know go back to my office hey jermaine so who you betting on for the super bowl i looked i was like is he serious right now like, is he really asking me this like right now of all times. You could you could ask me this. It's not the like we work in some humongous building or something, and it's like this huge company. It's only like 20-30 people in the building at a time over there. It in and, and during the day it's less than that. You waited till I was in the bathroom to ask me about who to bet or what you bet on for Super Bowl.
1: With my With my piece in my hand, pissing, bro. Like like, I don't want to talk to you,
0: and and, I damn sure don't want to talk
1: sports while I'm holding my Johnson. Like, come on,
0: bro, bro. I'm, I'm like here and here, older cat, and so I'm like, that's what
1: makes it worse.
0: I was like, yeah, I I, I, I don't really know. I'm now okay. I'm trying to handle. Okay, cool now. I'm, I'm about to wash my hands. I'm washing my hands. And I'm thinking this conversation about over with. And he like, so what you, how do you think? It's good? I'm like, he really trying to have this whole full blown conversation <laughs> mm. right now. I'm like, all right. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever, da, da, da. like I, I feed him so a couple of lines, whatever i think we done i go down the hallway to my office he go out the back door out to the warehouse i'm thinking okay cool i'm i'm, I'm good to go we're done with this conversation right no i'm leaving about to go pick my daughter up i got my earpiece in my ear to make sure i got my work phone just in case we get a call or something Hey. It, say so, hey man i'm about to go I'm, I'm gonna have to holler at you later i walked straight out and was like nah i gotta go i can't stand here and talk no more but hey, bro. i can't
1: talk to you for like a week after that one, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got my dick in my hands and you asking me about sports bro like the fact that you talking to me at all like hey yo like, usually, would, you know, if you happen to be near each other or something, it's usually eyes forward. It, you you kind of see the nigga out your periphery. It's like, hey, man. Right. Gonna... It's a quick, what's up, bro? All right. It,
0: it, thank you. That's, you, that's you, would think, you would think that that's that's how it would go. You would think.
1: You would think that's how it would go. This man said, how's the weather today? All right. Okay. bro. Like, I'm like, the Cowboys. How about like, the Cowboys? About like, cowboys?
0: No. Like, no. We not... we. Can we not have this conversation right now? How about them Texans? <laughs> like, like what, oh, bro? Like we not about to do this right now. So, but I, I mean, you know what I'm saying. It. it I, I try to be respectful to elderly, and you know Depending. what I'm saying. It, it's just I. I don't know, bro. Like it is what it is but i mean we got a we got a good super bowl coming up
1: now we uh, definitely do the opening uh, line
0: uh on ESPN bet said that the 49ers were favored by two and a half as of this recording live recording right now it's down to one and a half
1: uh for the 49ers and that's only because of in, in my opinion it is only because of patrick mahomes yes the rest Damn of that yeah. team, and, and Kelsey. And as long as you got Mahomes and Kelsey, it's it's kind of like having Brady and Gronk. As long as you got them two, there's a fighting chance to win. Um, Defensively, I actually, 49ers defense and 49ers offense, I think are more dominant than the Patriots. Um, Patriots only score 17 against the Ravens. Um, I think they can at least, I think they, I, I I believe they can get that on the Niners. But the difference is the Niners are going to that offense is more explosive. They're going to score more than that themselves. I'm at least at the minimum given 49 is like 31 to 38. 31 to 38, something like that. Some, somewhere in there they're going to score. Um they have too much And I know everybody's thing is Brock Purdy, but
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Brock Purdy does enough to get people the ball, and he has playmakers. He has Brandon Ayuk. He has uh, Debo Samuel. You got Kittles. You got CMC in the backfield. I just think that 49er offense is more than that Chiefs defense. Again, you can never count Mahomes out, but this might be one of the ones where we we, we, we got to count the dog out, man. Like, I don't know. That's just me. I I, I would love to see him get a nut- No, I don't. Actually, I don't. Um, <laughs> the feel-good story is Brock winning. Uh, I want CMC to get his first win. He deserves it. He's He's been doing amazing work in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Debo deserves one. Debo's been an elite receiver every year since he's been in the league. Uh, Trent Williams, also, you know, I, I don't think Trent has one. I don't think, no, he to, doesn't. He doesn't, okay, yeah, Trent, also. And even on the other side, like we said, Chase Young, <laughs> Chase is a dog, man. And the fact that you know, you can't help where you're drafted, of course, he went to Washington, we know how that went, we know how that's gonna go. Uh, and now he's on a he goes from damn near last in the league to number one to a number one defense on the number one team that he's contributing on. So and a couple other guys on the defensive side also. So um I don't know it's gonna be interesting man. It's it's definitely I think it's gonna be a great game. I definitely think it's gonna be a great game. I I just think the 49ers got it. Yeah. Now I, I my
0: main reason why I think the I think the 49ers have a great shot at winning this game is because the Chiefs are terrible against the run. I'm and sorry. for the most part, the 49ers like to run the ball. Um now one thing that will mess all of this up is if the Chiefs somehow turn into a run stopping team and they end up, you know, stifling the 49ers run game. The 49ers as a team ran for almost 2,400 yards this year, averaging right at 141 yards a game. All of that is great, fine and dandy. But what I like to look at is the, the, the yards per carry. And as a team, as a team, as a collective of the two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys that have had a, a at least one carry for the team, they average right at five yards a carry as a unit. Um, Your most prolific carrier of the ball, you know, CMC averaged 5.4 yards a carry this season. It's so... When you look at what one team does best on offense and you look at what the other team does worse on defense, those two things converge right there when it comes to the 49ers running the ball as opposed to the Chiefs trying to defend the run. Now, the Chiefs have one of the top-ranked passing defenses. However, the 49ers' pass game is predicated off of the run game because they will pass not only out of play action, but also out of, you know, quote unquote, run formations. When you have a team where, you know, and and these, both of these teams, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying one or the other because I could, to me, I would prefer Kittle over Kelsey just because I think Kittle's a better blocker than Kelsey. That is the sole determining factor for me. Uh, putting one guy above the other is that I think Kittle is a better blocker than Kelsey <clears throat> outside of that like I think they're pretty much th- the same or they give you similar things similar traits
1: uh, yeah they're they're pretty much modern uh, tight end is they're pretty much one two when it comes to tight end and they interchange out every once in a while um I might put Kittle over Kelsey Kittle especially this season Kittle, I mean, honestly, Kelsey probably isn't even top five this season, which is crazy to even say. Yeah, yeah, I don't really care about Um, the stats. The the main reason why I
0: still have him up there is because he may not put up Travis Kelsey's stats Every single year, because everybody expects him to be, you know, twelve hundred yards plus, you know, eight to ten touchdowns, you know, seventy some catches over there. He may put up similar numbers. He may not put up the exact numbers, but one thing that I will say about Travis he's always going to come through.
1: Yeah, always and it's always it's more like you always tell me it's the it's those stats that you don't see, the unimportant stats, the blocks, the the stuff right. like that. And I I, I definitely get that. I don't know. I just feel like he didn't impact the game. And it might be just because of watching a lot of their games, the wins and the losses. It was, of course, the receivers can't catch the ball, dropping balls, different things like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. when I look at the Detroit and I'm watching LaPorta this season, rookie who has been balling, I'm looking at uh, uh, TJ Hawkinson before the, uh, the injury up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, Minnesota was rolling up until um, – to, well, even before, because Hawkinson wasn't Hawkinson was still there when um when uh Kirk Cousins went down and he was still contributing and balling. But a uh, Hawkinson before he went down, to Laporta, um, who uh old boy in Buffalo. Uh I can never think of his name when I need it when I'm not but, but here, right. the reason
0: there here's the reason why I say he still had a good year. So he had 93 catches for 984 yards, only five touchdowns. Oh okay. So he 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 had the catches. He had a fair amount of yards. He didn't have the touchdowns.
1: <clears throat> Definitely was a low year in touchdowns for him.
0: Right. Of those 93 catches 50 of them went for first downs. So more than half of his catches went for first downs. Of his 984 yards, 469 more than half, or about half roughly, a little less than half, came after the catch. So he may not have had like the 12, 1300 yard season with the, you know, eight to 10 or more touchdowns, but he still had a huge impact on the game and on winning for the Chiefs as their number one receiver. Uh, next to Rasheed Rice, who was right there. He has 79 for 938 and seven touchdowns. So I, I still think he, he may not have had, like you said, he, he didn't have the kind of season we normally think Travis Kelsey would have, but he still had a huge impact on, you know, their offense is, is what yeah. I was trying to get at.
1: No, nah, no, nah, I definitely agree. Cause like I said, even for Travis Kelsey, he's still important to that offense. He's a decoy. Cause at yeah. the end of the day, when as long as it's, it's always like having that number one receiver or, you know, whoever it is, as long as he's on the field, that's who you're checking for first before anybody yes. else. You're looking at Kelsey to see what Kelsey's going. You're watching him before you're looking at Tony or um anybody else that's on that offense. So, and I would, you know, the 49 that's why I say with the 49 ers it's so hard because who do you check for first? You really it's like it really don't matter because I can I I can pay attention to CMC. I got Debo, IU, and Kittle's. I pay attention to Kittle's. I got CMC, IU, and Debo. You know what I mean? And that's just them. Like they have yeah. other receivers that have been getting off. It's like all Brock Purdy got to do is be accurate. That's it. Yep. That's all he has to do Sunday. He doesn't have to be amazing. He ain't got to go for 300 and some 400 yards. He ain't got to have 100 touchdowns. He, It's going to come. You know what I mean? But he just has to be accurate. Put the ball on the numbers. Put it where the receivers can catch it. Put it where the receivers can make plays. Call the plays at the right time. That's it. Don't hold a ball for too long. Take a sack. Don't take an interception. Or get the ball out of your hands. Either one. Yeah, because that because that that front line for the Chiefs, I'm not gonna act like they're not dogs. That front line and and even the linebackers a little bit, uh. But that front line, that front four, they're gonna be on his ass. They definitely gonna be trying to get at him, cause they will give a Lamar hell.
0: Oh, definitely. Hell. And, and and the thing is, I'm looking at both of those uh both of those defensive lines, uh, because not only are the Chiefs that in the Chiefs. D line is, is mainly predicated on where will Steve Spagnuolo line up Chris Jones and have him attack the opposing team's offensive line. It could be at either defensive tackle spot. It could be at either a rush in spot. We don't know where um, they're going to line Chris Jones up at. It just depends. And, Mm One of the biggest things I love about how that defense plays, he kind of plays it like he used to play with the, uh, with the giants where he would have that NASCAR package. Uh, He would come after Brady. Uh, He's just like, you know what? I'm going to just get my four best pass rushers, uh, put them out there, try to create a mismatch somewhere along this front and and drop seven in coverage and and pray that it works.
1: Uh
0: And sometimes he would say, you know what? I'm going to bring five, maybe six, and and we're gonna man up or we're gonna zone blitz or something, but we're gonna we're gonna come after you and we're gonna see how you react to this pressure. Uh-huh. And the same thing when you look at the 49ers, because on those ends, you got Bosa and Young. And then you gotta look at in the middle. When you look at those defensive, it's not just the line; it's also the tackles, because you got Armstead, who's listed as questionable still, and Javon Hargrave.
1: I'm about to say that's not even with just that. Think about what they have on that second level behind them, as far as like who comes in at the DN when they take them out. Randy Gregory, look at, bro. They have some. They have so they remind me. Of the, and that's why the matchup was so dope last year. Uh, watching it with the Eagles because that the defenses were so even that second level was dangerous. Javon backed like backup defensive tackle. Oh my god, like bro, they have dogs even on the second team, the third team. Like the 49ers right. are pretty deep on defense to where this game either is going to be really good or it's going to get really ugly. I don't think there's going to be an in between. It's either going to be really good yeah. or really ugly it, on on one side.
0: I could see I could see something like like let's see. I think they I believe that although, I believe he won't use uh, They have the that over and under change. on ESPN bet has their over and under set at 47 and a half and my sports book that I use they have it set at 48. So, everybody's pretty much looking at something like 27-21, 24-21 type of something, you know, something like that.
1: Because both defenses are good. Like, if you watch their last two, their last games, both defenses carried more than the, I mean, both offenses did well. 49ers are a lot better than the Chiefs, but those defenses showed up. so. I don't know Dre. Be... He's
0: saying Spagnolo won't use Jones versus Trent Williams much. Believe it. I,
1: they're it... gonna if they do, it's gonna they, they'll cancel each other out for real.
0: And and here's 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 why I say you do that because it's like you you typically think in your head they're gonna use Jones wherever they feel like he can find a mismatch. If you see him lining up against your best offensive lineman, which is your left tackle, protecting your quarterback's blind side because he's a right handed thrower, you're thinking it, it may make the offense second guess why are they lining up their best guy against our best guy like this? Like something's going on. Like what it'll make it could make the rest of them second guess why is he lining up here and make them mess up. Mm-hmm. So You could also just be like, okay, I know if I can, if them two can cancel each other out, they may run a stunt on the other side or in the middle somewhere or bring a blitz and make those other guys have to make a decision by canceling out using, you know, our one against your one. There's different ways that these DCs dial up stuff. And I've seen this happen before where it's your best against our best or whatever. And they do it on purpose, but you have to, okay, either they just feel like our guy can be your guy or we feel like this is going to, these guys are going to cancel each other out, but somewhere else there's a mismatch that we're going to try to take advantage of. So don't, don't just think that they won't do it because they're afraid of the, of the smoke. I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think that once you get to this level, <clears throat> just when you get to the league itself, number one, but when you get to, you know, the highest stage and you're playing at the Super Bowl, I think it's a different type of game that they're going to play, and it, it, nobody's going to be afraid to go at anybody at this point because it's all hands on deck. Do what you got to do to try to pull it out because this is it. You're at the pinnacle of your profession. I don't think anybody's going to try to duck or dodge the
1: smoke. Exactly. It's and that's why I said it. it it's either going to be a a a dog fight or a beatdown. It's one or the other.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: But I I
0: really think it's gonna be a good game. I, I I'm hoping we get, you know, I wouldn't mind one of those uh 2721 or 2428, you know, 2421 type of game. I wouldn't mind one of those type of games. I really wouldn't. Uh 21 17, whatever it is, because not only are both of these offenses capable of putting up 30 or 40 points, but both of these defenses are capable of holding another team, you know, under 20. So to get a good balance between the two, I, I wouldn't be upset at all.
1: Nah, definitely. For sure. For sure. Um, definitely think it's going to be an interesting game. I'll probably put in a couple couple little things, trying to trying to make something off of it. Uh, oh.
0: Look, did you watch the
1: uh, – Oh go
0: ahead. I've been having I, I've been trying to check out the prop bets and stuff like that. Like uh uh-huh. we got the, the heads or tails uh is, is minus 105 right now, uh between heads and tails. Okay, Drake. Uh, coin 24, toss 24. winner. Uh will the coin toss be correct? Uh the team that wins the coin toss will they win the game? Mm. Like that's just some of the prop bets or whatever that they have and 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 I mean just all kinds of different props and uh the catch rates and I mean it it's just there's so much stuff to bet on it it's it's ridiculous you would have like there's literally whole podcasts and whole shows and series of shows around this time of year uh dedicated to just betting on the Super Bowl Mhm so I, I'm sure you can find plenty of them. Um, big
1: Sloan, what's up, big dog?
0: I, I'm trying to pull up some of the, the the more interesting ones right now, but I also I shout couldn't. out
1: Dre and House. I don't know if House still in here. I know Dre is because he's coming.
0: Oh, what's up, fellas? Uh, looking at the oh,
1: I know who Sloan who, going with. Sloan okay, going with. here
0: here goes. Here 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 we go. The primary color of Patrick Mahomes' headband is red. a uh, There's white, red, oh. or black.
1: Who's at home? 49ers should be at home, right? Uh, let me see. Hold up. They should be the home team. so mm. That means they're wearing red, so it should be white. It should be white because oh. they're wearing, I think she should be wearing a white jersey, so it should be white.
0: Um. What else do we have? Uh. Oh. Will any player be seen smoking a cigar on field after Super Bowl uh, fifty eight? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Will any current NFL player be arrested in Las Vegas on Super Bowl Sunday? Where is this at? Uh. On Bet US.
1: Ah. Okay. <laughs>
0: That's, uh, that's will the power one. go out during Super Bowl 58?
1: Yeah, I doubt it. After that year, they, they own that. A 49ers Chiefs player caught with Escort
0: in Las Vegas on Super Bowl Sunday. That's a high probability, yeah. Uh, Jake Moody, Nick Bosa, or Harrison Butker? Are the top three betting favorites? Bosa. A 49ers Chiefs pair caught gambling in Las Vegas on Super Bowl Sunday. God, I hope not. Guess who's the betting favorite on that one? Kelsey, Kadarius Tony, because <laughs> he a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he, he a dumb one.
1: He he'll be at the crab tables.
0: Uh, where will Andy Reid eat or visit after Super Bowl Sunday? Burger King, McDonald's in and out I-, I got a- hold cola. Where the rest of them? in and out Okay, so there's Burger King, McDonald's, In-N-Out, Wendy's, Five Guys, Shake Shack, Smash Burger, Freddy's, Fat Boy, White Castle, or Jack in the Box. Mm, in and out in and out because it's Vegas?
1: No, I watched a press conference the other day. Oh. And he was talking about In-N-Out. Straight up? Yeah, I probably still wouldn't take that bet, but he definitely was talking talking real good about in and out.
0: No, nah, it, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna put five dollars on it.
1: Hey man, you lose your five, it ain't on me.
0: Hey, <laughs> I I bet five. If I win, I win twenty five.
1: Hey, nothing wrong with that. It,
0: this um, this is yeah. the kind of information you get when you watch Sucio Sports. You get inside information on what Andy Reid burger, what burger he may eat, what burger to bet on.
1: Which is crazy when you
0: think Crazy. About it. Crazy. Where else do you get this information? But right here. Nah, but that is, it, like, uh, I know one of the more popular ones, or some of the more popular ones are uh, the Over and Under a Time with the National Anthem. Mm-hmm. Um also the color of Gatorade that's gonna be dumped on the winning coach is another popular one.
1: You know the coolest thing about the Super Bowl this year, to be honest with you, that nobody's really talking about except for like I guess you say OG fans of cartoons is Spongebob is opening the Super Bowl with um shit. I mean the kids oh. just listen to it. You never seen uh SpongeBob? have you ever seen the episode with um shit? What is the name of that damn song? Like for real, for real? Yeah, no, 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 he really is. Um, me and the kids, me and Jackson were listening to it earlier because he had never seen it. And I played it for him. Ew, that's
0: crazy. Okay. Yeah,
1: have you ever seen the episode of SpongeBob where he uh they did sweet victory with the band? No, uh no, I don't think so. I'll send it to you. Uh, you can watch it afterwards. Yeah, uh, I'm sending it to you. That so they're gonna. That's what they're opening the Super Bowl with, is with uh SpongeBob doing Sweet Victory. That's one of my. I hate SpongeBob. I honestly do. But that episode is one of my, one of the ones I watch over and over. It's, Bruh, it's a dope ass episode. That's crazy. So they're opening the Super Bowl with Sweet Victory. And then they'll go into the national anthem and all of that, but that shit That's it's, it's actually dope. That episode is probably one of the best ones for real. Definitely. Again, I hate SpongeBob, but I I, I definitely I love that episode. <laughs> I'm not a, not a fan of Spongebob at all. Hey, but that
0: episode, no, no like you God. but but you know, like I, I've I've seen a lot of people, a lot of people say like I don't like SpongeBob or like, um, what's another one that people say they don't like that, that a lot of kids like, or whatever, um
1: Rick and Morty was another Morty. one. Love um him. Surprise. I don't got a Rick and Morty shirt or hoodie on right now.
0: Bro, my son I got, got the poster I got a bunch of, a bunch on, of on the wall shit. in his room. And right, I want to say it. he got the t-shirt too. I know he got the poster. But I want to say he got a t-shirt too. I got one of my
1: one of my favorite shirts I got uh when I came out of surgery. So a couple of years ago I had major surgery and um the next was it the next day? It was the next day because that, that day of I was you know out of it. But the next day, uh when I got all my visitors and everything, uh I got you know presents, a couple bags, and one of the presents I got that I, re- I don't even. I think I wore this shirt once. Like, yeah, I think I wore it once, but it's still one of my favorite shirts I have. It's a Rick and Morty shirt I had got made, or somebody had got made for me, and I love it. Shirt is amazing. I love Rick and Morty, man. I got socks, I have hoodies, <laughs> shirts, hats. That show was a show was amazing, man. Pickle Rick. Shout out to Pickle Rick, man.
0: Bro, that that show is it is like is 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 very it's an interesting show. Okay? Um let's just say like it's better enjoyed if you're under the influence.
1: Uh, it's definitely better high. That's like uh what's the fucking show on uh adult swim, Uncle Grandpa. I have uh-huh. always I hate I, I I don't hate that show. It's just weird. But I always said Uncle Grandpa is one of them shows you either got to be on shrooms, acid or something like that like it's a it's one of them trip type of shows like it'll make more sense to you if you're like real fucked up like if you on shrooms or like I said acid or something like that like that type of show it makes sense so it's crazy um so other than the Super Bowl let me see oh did you watch uh any of the Pro Bowl this weekend no or festivities not really I caught like, um I caught the flag football I, I, game
0: I saw I saw some highlights what up, House? You back. Hughes? I saw some highlights of some of the events and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. It, it, it looks more interesting now.
1: Than it has been the last couple of years.
0: I mean, since I can remember. Because <laughs> I, I, I just... The last time they played an actual game, the last, like, I would say four to five years or so when they played an actual game. Yeah, but
1: even that one game because it's Ole defense. All right. You can yeah, only dude. play
0: base defense. You can't blitz. Yeah. Uh, Like, there's all these rules and restrictions and regulations and stuff like that, and it was just...
1: And attendance was down. Viewership was down. So, I like what they've moved it to. Um the NBA kind of the same, though, like if you really think about it, all star Sunday, I mean, we all watch it cause it don't be shit else on, but right. it's like Saturday is always the highlight. You know, we love the dunk contest, three point shootout, skills competition, mm-hmm. Friday night be the celebrity game. That be that's always kind of lit. Uh, they also do the rookie out. so we'll touch on that next week, but I'm dope I'm really glad they went back to the rookie versus sophomore. But I like the tournament thing they do with rookies, sophomores, and G League, and then they have the four teams and let you have like the the coaches that pick players. Right. I do like that. Um, I also like that. I, I, if I'm correct, they're going back to players wearing their uh, team jerseys. I believe this I believe year, so. which I always loved. I always loved that. So, um. But yeah, I, I watched uh, the the flag and I watched the quarterback um win the competition. Um, that was kind of dope. Uh, C.J. Stroud won that. Just winning, went what win. the young boy is winning everything, man. No, he didn't win. My bad. Baker won. It was down to him and Baker. It was Baker. My dog Baker, man. Uh, yeah, him and Baker. Uh, yeah, him and Baker uh, were the last two in that one and Baker got them by one point. Um, yeah, did I watch the seven Oh seven? That was the seven Oh seven was kind of lit though. I ain't gonna lie. I I, I like the, the flag football aspect of it. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then, like I said, uh, we got a uh, all-star next weekend. So back-to-back weekends with good, good sports. Um, yeah.
0: Okay. So I have the schedule here. Uh, we looking at on Friday, uh, we're gonna have the rising stars practice. Uh then the at at, at um 5 30 Eastern, we're gonna have the Hall of Fame News Conference.
1: Ah, uh, as far as who which is Which is
0: also a, a big it it to me is one of the more underrated um events of NBA All-Star Weekend is the Hall of Fame News Conference, where they announced it, that that year's class of the uh Basketball Hall of Fame.
1: People don't talk about the basketball hall of fame enough. Like I feel like it doesn't get for, for hardcore basketball fans, they watch it. Um mm-hmm. I think the NFL Hall of Fame always gets like a lot of garner. Um, even even the baseball to Big a certain time. extent. Yeah. But nobody really talks about and then the I guess it's the college, but it's more college isn't college, it's just football hall of fame, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not particularly NFL, it's not particularly college, it's just football Hall it, of
0: Fame. They call it the the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Yeah. So it's like, it, it's, technically, it's, it, it's all of professional football, but it's really, like, implied that it's just the NFL, you know? Yeah.
1: But um, and most of it kind of goes more off of like your college accolades, for real, for real. Like it's that's why I say that one's weird. But the NBA never really gets, in my opinion, because the NBA is the same. They have like a, a they have the basketball Hall of Fame, but then they got like the pro. I don't know. It's 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 all weird, man. It's it'd be weird. Who gets yeah, in the it's, Hall it, of Fame this weekend? They also
0: have oh, uh, on Friday. They have at uh, seven p.m. Eastern is the celebrity game, and then at eight p.m. Eastern it starts the um, the rising stars the tournament. You have the first first game, second game, and then the final. They're going to play all three games right there, back to back to back. On Saturday, uh, that morning. 11 a.m. you have, uh, all-star practice, uh, at 2 p.m. You have the HBCU classic, Winston-Salem against Virginia union, uh, yeah. 7 p.m. Adam silver has his commissioner's news conference. And then at uh, 8 p.m. also Saturday night where the skills challenge, three point challenge, then you have Seth and Sabrina three point challenge. And then the uh, slam dunk contest.
1: I watched that, uh, 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 the HBCU, uh, classic from this weekend. Um Grambling and Jackson State and uh Hampton and Howard, Harvard, yeah, Howard. Sorry, I'm about to say Harvard, Hampton and uh, <laughs> and Howard. Both of those games was lit though. I ain't gonna lie, I don't really watch too much H- HBCU basketball outside of like locally, uh, a lot of Virginia State, Virginia mm-hmm. Union stuff when they play them, but those games were actually very dope. So I'm gonna definitely catch uh that next weekend too. I'm actually, I'm glad they're putting the HBCU teams or just sports in general in bigger lights. Football yeah. is starting to get a little more prime primetime uh, mm-hmm. play. Um, and then basketball is, is definitely starting to now too. And I think that's dope for those players because, um, I mean, they're going to get scouts, they're going to get coaches and stuff like that that are going to come watch them. But just for them to actually get some real national TV uh, recognition is real dope. Yeah,
0: that game is going to be on NBA TV, mm. TNT,
1: and ESPN 2. Okay, because I know this past weekend it was uh, T- TNT. It was TNT this past weekend. So that's kind of dope, man. That's dope. I am i don't know. I love All-Stars. Like I said, I'm glad they back to the East versus West, even though I did mm-hmm. like the whole pickup game aspect of it. I I did kind of like that. That was kind of dope. Like, two team captains, and they just like, all right, I want him. You know, like, playground, old playground style. Let me get him. Let me get him. All right, let me get him. So, I think they're keeping the same format. They're just going back to East-West. Yeah. The, um Traditional Jersey style. So, uh, what then else Then Sunday, going
0: on? they wrap it up. Uh, the- 11.30, the Legends Awards. 1 uh, 1.30. Keep an eye out. G League next up next game. Uh, Of course, at 8 p.m. the uh, All-Star game itself.
1: I watch that G League game every year since they've been doing it. So I like it be some dogs in the G League for real. A lot of players that we see a lot anyway, uh, they get called up um, just because, you know, injuries and whatnot. Um, What else is going on in the NBA right now? I had it and then it left. Uh oh, tomorrow being a special day in LA. Uh tomorrow is 2824. Uh, it is now deemed uh for tomorrow, Kobe Day. Um, the Lakers um are unveiling a new statue that is gonna be outside of Staples, um, or crypto, sorry, my staples anymore. Um <laughs> it's it's always staples to me. It's hard. I hate when they change the stadium names because now you gotta you got to get used to something new. So, right outside of crypto, um man, I wish I could catch a flight because I definitely, as, as a Laker fan and a, a Kobe Bryant fan, also, I would love to be out there for that energy. Um, I know it's gonna be amazing. Um, Vanessa will be there with the girls. Um, the current Lakers are playing, so this is right before the game. Um, they are wearing their special all black mamba jerseys, bro. Been on my lock screen since the day it happened. I have that jersey, and I do not wear that black Mamba jersey. I don't wear it. I have it. I don't. I might wear it tomorrow. Tomorrow tomorrow might be the day that I break it out. But I, I, like I said, I wish I could fly out there. I know my sister lives in L.A. She's also a huge Laker fan, so I'm pretty sure uh, her and her uh, wife are going to go. I think it's dope, though. I definitely do. I love everything Vanessa has done in his honor. Uh, since his passing, such, in my opinion, such a strong woman. Like, you know, I don't know how she handles things, you know, behind closed doors when she's alone, you know, when kids are asleep. But mm-hmm. in the public eye, she's been amazing. From how she handled the Nike situation in the beginning to getting that straight, now they've been hitting us with uh, some amazing Kobe's. Got me yes. a couple of myself. Shout out to them reverse Grinches. Got a- <laughs> Ain't wore those yet either. Ain't wore those yet either. But I, I
0: was just getting, ready. I was just getting nope. ready to ask you if you had wore those yet. Yeah,
1: um, have not. Um, but yeah, everything that uh, she's been doing, uh, you know, in his name and uh, in Gigi's mm-hmm. name, um, the foundations, all of that. So, um, definitely shout out to her. I, I don't know how she does it, I'm not gonna lie. She's very, very, very strong. Um, man. I, I couldn't tell you. I, Luke, man, we and we touched on this last week. You know, touching losing your your not just your husband, you know what I mean, like, but then losing your daughter,
0: exactly,
1: at, all at the same, at the same time. time. So right, like right. that's a grieving process that'll never go away. To be honest, so, <laughs> but she has handled it at least in the public perception and public eye, amazing. So I'm excited to watch that tomorrow. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have that on TV prior to the game. If not somewhere streaming where you'll be able to find it. Uh, we'll probably not. I'll find it. I'll drop a link for it. Uh, if you follow the pages, you better follow the pages because we're doing the giveaway for jail blaster. So there's that. Um,
0: oh, but not uh, like, I, I really, I really like what, what she's been able to do. And uh, just like how, how she's been able to handle things and whatnot. And and, and like, it's not just her, but her kids. Yeah, Like for their oldest to still be in college and uh, pursuing modeling and doing what she's doing. And the two uh, little ones, you know, just to still be these, you know, little precocious kids. And they're still like just enjoying life and having fun and whatnot. And. You know, it it, it 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 takes a village, and it's like uh, something that I reposted. I want to say this past week on social media said that adults need villages too, not just kids. Man. So surround yourself with good people, man. And, man, not and that that spoke to me because, like, how close all of us are, and yeah. most people think like, oh, these guys they have fun and they do this, like we do. Y'all are privileged to the group chats a, 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 a fourth of what actually goes on. Like, not even a tip of the iceberg of what actually goes on behind
1: the scenes. The discords. <laughs> like, the discord.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all see what we put out there, but there's so much more and so much different uh that's going on that we actually do life together. Like this isn't just some people coming together and they put some podcasts on a network and they have sponsors. No, it's way more, way deeper than that. So trust me, it's, it's a lot more, but, um, just shout out to her, the kids, uh, their families and, and, and everything for not only keeping Kobe and Gigi's legacy alive, but also the, the other uh passengers who passed away on that flight as well because a lot of the times when you see them mentioned you see kobe and you see Gigi, but you don't often hear about the rest of them and so for uh them specifically to always make sure like people recognize that there were other people who passed away in that tragic accident like that that's something that's always stuck out to me as well um and some notes, uh i'm glad dre brought that up in the chat who gets in the nfl the the football hall of fame this this weekend um the football hall of fame finalists are eric allen the jared allen willie anderson jari evans the white freeney antonio gates uh rodney harrison devin hester tory holt andre johnson julius peppers fred taylor reggie wayne patrick willis and darren woodson
1: hey man um, if fred taylor don't get in i'm fucking rioting i don't care about nobody nah, i do i ain't gonna <laughs> lie but if fred taylor does not get in bro i've been a part of the campaign along with the rest of the pivot guys and even back when they were on uh i am athlete fred taylor deserves to be in the goddamn hall of fame I don't understand why he ain't there yet. The numbers show he should be there. You put his numbers up against some of the other running backs that's already in there. Why mm-hmm. the fuck is the Frill Tail in there? That nigga carried the Jaguars on his bike. Let me talk like I'm from Florida real quick. On his bike. <laughs> <laughs> he had them niggas on his bike for years. I don't understand why my man is not there, yo. Like,
0: it's hey man, dream. like I don't understand so Hopefully this either.
1: is hopefully this is the year, for real. Cuz like like real
0: talk, like why can't why can't he he have his moment? You know what I'm saying? Like what do they have against Fred Taylor? Like what did Fred Taylor do to anybody? That's what I'm saying.
1: Other did Fred than that, Taylor do it to anybody? It against anybody? very dope quarterback, man. That's, that's it.
0: Come on, get me up in front of that door. Yeah, hey, Fred telling me, let's go by. Him.
1: Fred telling <laughs> me, came <laughs> out more. Buddy roll, y'all. Check it
0: out. Is it because Fred what it's good, brother. But for Baby, because I'm a good
1: Baby,
0: because I'm a good I think, I think.
1: Let florida
0: boy in the Hall of Fame. Just like y'all got Edwin James, and Edwin got his dreads and everything on his Hall of Fame <laughs> Hey,
1: it's another florida <laughs> running that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, Fred Taylor. Who I yes, Fred Taylor, yes. Yes, sir. No, Drane, let's talk no, about it, man. Like, let's Talk about it, Dre. I'm I'm I see type it. Type it out, Dre. What are we going well, why why not? Why not Fred Taylor? Why are we stopping the presses? Why not? Well, again, if you look at I'm talking about who's in the hall of fame. I don't care about other nobody else who ain't in yet who might have better numbers. Look at some of the guys that is in the hall of fame, and you look at Fred Taylor numbers and you match them up. He has better numbers than a lot of the guys who are in. So why is he not there? He's a let. I mean, I think he's one of the best running backs who have, who's played the game. He's played the game the right way. He's been a dog on the field. I don't know, man. I I, I think he should be there. That's uh, just me, though. I and there's some all other the
0: rest of these guys. There, there's gonna be at least I believe four, and as many as seven uh that they get in because uh, they 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 have to have a minimum and then a maximum of,
1: uh I mean it's a good list this year um I'm trying to think who else did you say
0: uh Eric Allen, Jared Allen, uh Eric Willie, get in. Willie Anderson, Jared. jari Evans, Dwight freeney uh Dwight and, should get in Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison, he Devin Both Hester.
1: He should all three of them.
0: Uh, Tory Holt, Andre Johnson,
1: oh that wide Julius receiver. Julius Peppers, Julius gets in, that, Taylor, that's, that's crazy. Reggie
0: Wayne, Patrick Willis, Darren Woodson.
1: All right, so we got three wide receivers. Only one uh, of them is getting. Let's in.
0: See one, two, three, four. You know, uh, well, four technically because they have Devin Hester listed as a punt returner, kick returner, wide receiver.
1: Well, Devin's getting in because of the, the kick return, punt return stuff. Um, wide receiver wise, that's tough. I think Tory Holt gets in. But Tory doesn't have the numbers that Andre and uh and got though. That's the only thing. But Torrey got the Super Bowl.
0: See, the 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 wide receivers is always gonna be difficult because
1: but I think only start, one of them get in.
0: As you start to compare errors people weigh the what the wide receivers did differently Uh and that's one of the things where i try to let people here in houston know like it may take it may take andre johnson a while before he gets in because they may feel the need to put other guys in
1: before him and I agree with what Dre just said too. Wayne Holt get in before Andre.
0: Dre just right. had
1: postseason numbers, and that's what keep. I think that's what keeps him out over those two is, is Holt it? has the postseason numbers. Wayne also postseason numbers and Super Bowls, and them Super Bowls always weigh out over. It. It's like being an NBA champion, right? Those, that that weighs in your dis- like in your favor. Same thing with the MLB, like being a being a world series champion always outweighs some of the other stuff. And it's so.
0: not, it's not just postseason numbers either. It's also them touchdown numbers because a lot yep. of the times when guys have, when you have like, I, I want to say Andre Johnson has like 70 something touchdowns uh, and some of these other guys are in their eighties, nineties, upwards of a hundred. And when you have them touchdown numbers to go with the other numbers and you have postseason success, it's like it, it it weighs way differently because now it's like, okay, you, yeah, he's getting penalized for who he played with in the team he played on. But I mean, when you got other guys in your same era played at the same time, putting up just as good, if not better numbers, they probably going to get those guys in before they get him in. And to, to me, just like you said when you look at th- this whole list, it's like I don't see how they can leave any of these guys out.
1: Well, Reggie Wayne's getting in because he's top ten in receiving yards. Mm-hmm. Or I mean touchdowns. Uh let me see. Is this yard? No, this is definitely not yards. It's gotta be touchdowns. Uh 1070. Mm-hmm. On, Another one um way. I would say
0: if you had to pick between the two, would you put Jared Allen or Julius Peppers in? All
1: right, here it is. All time touchdown leaders. Um, let me see. Top 10. Let me go down the list of who we're looking at. Tony Gates gets in because he's at 116. He's number 14 on the list. Uh, none of the other guys are on the list. But, or in, at least not in the top 20. Let me see if I can go past 20. Or if it just gives me 20 here. Um. Also, let me look at Rush. Let me see where my dog, uh, Fred Tail is. Red Tail is number 17 on the all-time rush list at 11695 uh, He should get in. Yeah. Work Duns in. He got more than him. Uh, OJ's in. He's got more than OJ. Orenthal.
0: Orenthal. <laughs> uh, now, let
1: me I see, would see.
0: say if I had to pick.
1: I didn't realize I would, was say, I would
0: put Julius Peppers in over Jared Allen. Uh, yeah,
1: I like Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Jared Allen was a fire defensive end. I don't know if he was fired. Julius for sure should get in. For sure. Um, if I, I had to pick between the two offensive linemen,
0: Willie I think Anderson Eric, or Jari Evans? Willie Anderson. I would, yeah. And and I'm a Saints fan, and I watched Jari Evans, and he helped us win the Super Bowl and everything. But honestly, like Willie Anderson played tackle, and tackles will get favored more than, than, than guards and whatnot.
1: Yep. And I think Eric Allen finally gets in. I like Eric.
0: And I was saying
1: it would be between to me the
0: two I would put against each other. If I was trying to make the argument out of this list, I would put him against Rodney Harrison.
1: But then I think Rodney, I put Rodney in before him. If you had to pick, if I had to pick one or the other, as dope as as dope as Eric Allen was, I think Rodney Harrison a little doper. The the
0: reason why I would put Allen it's in over him is because of his versatility. He started off his career playing corner and ended up playing safety, whereas Harrison played safety his pretty much his whole career.
1: But I would put, but then Harrison gets in because Super Bowls. Then the, there you go. I, I mean, I, the, I'm not gonna argue the, with you. Like, it
0: even one would be good. But hold on, I, I just, I see one way. You see it. the other way. Is like.
1: Peppers he, over Allen, but they played different positions. I felt like Allen played more at the DT than DN. Yeah, he was he still, he was, still more, he was But he was still
0: more DN. He was listed he was as a DN, DN his whole career. He just played inside yeah.
1: so. And Eric Allen versus Harrison versus Woodson. And that's tough cuz Darren Woodson go get in before anybody. Shit. If you want to be real, Woodson go. I think Woodson gets in before Allen. If we have to only pick one out of those three, I prob, I would pick Woodson, and also think Woodson gets in for the voters at least. Mm. I would say Woodson over Harrison and Allen. All three deserve it. Yeah, like that, man, this is, is one of them years where, I think this is one of those years where all the finalists deserve to get in. Like they all deserve for different reasons to be in the Hall of Fame. They all deserve to hold a gold jacket
0: yeah it's it's uh, not like we had um it's not like we had like a list of guys where you had like 10 15 12 12 15 finals whatever and you're like okay these three four five guys you, you you're lucky you made it this far like maybe next year you're after whatever And then you have like two or three guys where you're like, okay, yes, these guys are definitely getting in. And then it's like a couple more guys be like, ah, they're kind of borderline. Like you said, this year, each one of these guys, like, I could see why they would get voted in easily. I don't see why you would leave any one of these guys out. Like I, i really can't like i could probably make an argument just because i would be good at arguing that point but (laughs) like legit if i was just going with my gut feeling i don't see a reason why you would leave any of these guys out uh but pivoting a little bit back to basketball i know we talked about all-star weekend and and things that were going on and we we kind of turned to the nfl hall of fame because that's something else that's coming up um Part of Super Bowl weekend, but pivoting back to basketball, um, Joel Embiid is going to be out for at least four weeks weeks. after having surgery. Um, This totally puts in danger his MVP uh, case, because as of right now, uh, he's leading the league at 35.3 points a game. Uh, over uh, Luca, who's at 34 and a half. So he's almost a full point higher than, than Luca is. Um, but not just that, we're looking at the standings. And as of right now, because he's missed a, a couple of games already, uh, Philly is down to fifth in the East at 30 and 20. Hmm there are only two games above sixth place of the Pacers and three games above the Heat for the seventh spot, which that seventh spot is that first, you're the top-ranked, quote-unquote, uh, uh, playing tournament team uh, for the playing games and whatnot. So just looking at the standings and where things are right now, uh, how the Celtics have gotten a, a stranglehold on first place in the East because they're up five games over the Cavs for, you know, first place. Uh But then you have that logjam right there, two, three, and four of Cleveland, Milwaukee, and the Knicks, where they are five, six, and six games back, respectively, of, of first place. Then you look at this Philly who's eight and a half games back and then the Pacers ten and a half games back. So just looking at the standings right now in the East and um, I still see the winner of the East coming from the top part of that bracket. It's just that fringe team out of those four, five and six spots of the Knicks, the Sixers and the Pacers. I'm now starting to put more stock in the Knicks. And the Pacers than I am for Philly because of Embiid's injury. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really starting to fear for Philly's chances this year if Embiid is out for, e- even if he's only out for those four weeks. That four weeks is enough for them to possibly fall down to, you know, six, seven, eight seed or or so if they just totally tumble. They still have enough talent there to get it done. Uh, I'm just when you got a guy who's averaging 35 a game and who's as dominant as Embiid has been and especially when you can put up 70 points in 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 30 something minutes when you got a guy that's that dominant on and he can be that dominant on both ends of the floor by being a rim protector and a rebounder
1: yeah cuz I'm looking at who they possibly could put in as center It'll probably be Nicholas Batum. That's what I would think. Um, Maybe Marcus Morris. Because they, they're going to go small ball regardless. Um, They got Paul Reed at power forward. Because uh, nobody's ever really listed at center. Because they even got Joel Embiid listed at power forward, which is crazy. Nigga's seven feet tall. He's the center. But I guess it's that flex big now where they can, you know, get away. So... But, yeah, looking at their roster, it's like they're definitely going to go small ball uh, from this point forward. Um, a lot of undersized power forwards and small forwards, Robert Covington, uh, Paul Reed, Marcus Morris Sr., Tobias Harris, uh, Nicholas Batum. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely I, – in these four weeks –
0: God, can't forget about Mo Bamba.
1: He's on the 76ers? I have
0: uh, K.J. Martin listed as one of the
1: backup centers. Mo Bamba? I thought Mo Bamba was still on – Uh, is he on the 76ers? Yeah. Is he on a G League team? No. He's... Looking at, he's I'm looking at the – backup center. That's crazy because right I promise you the one I'm looking at... – See, we go through this every week. We be looking at different rosters. Yeah. Right, looking... <laughs> this happened last week. Okay. No, that's crazy because I go to the ESPN one and the first name that come up is Mo Bamba. That's wild. Okay, so that might not be that bad, though, because you still got two seven-footers. You, you can still play the same ball. You The hell keep going on my camera. Uh, you don't have to go small ball with Mo Bamba. He's seven feet, just as tall and long as uh, Joel B. so pause. Uh, that's not bad. But after that, your next tallest person is Paul Reed at 6'9". Mm-hmm. So, when Mo comes out of the game, like he's gonna have to, that's when you gotta go small ball, because you got Nicholas Batum at 6'8", Robert Covington is 6'7", uh, Tobias Harris is 6'8", uh, Corkmas is 6'7", uh, Marcus Morris Sr. is 6'8", Kelly Oubre is 6'7", mm-hmm. Paul Reed at 6'9". So, you pretty much would have to go small ball at that point, which isn't always bad. Uh, small ball definitely can work as long as you got the shooters and the defense. Right. Uh, right. Right. So. And it's four, it's four, it's four weeks. Don't sound like that bad when it comes to an injury, but in the NBA, when you're, when the East is as stacked as it is,
0: and man, like I said, seating,
1: when you... seating is everything right now. Right. And when things
0: are as tight as they are, where Philly is right now, where, you know, if you win five games in a row or so, you could be in the three seed. If you You lose lose five games, you may be in the seven, eight seed. So you really got to be careful with these, these little stretches down, you know, past the midway point of the season. I mean, everybody's played at least 41 games. So we're past the midway point. All-star break is not the midway point of the season. everybody's played about 50 yeah. <laughs> or so games by the time the All-Star Break comes. Everybody
1: so, thinks it's the midway point, but it really isn't.
0: It's like the the two-thirds or you know, three-fifths yeah. or something point. It's like the three-fifths point, <laughs> like basically in the season.
1: But um this, this no. is crazy. Looking at it right now, Philly. Let's say Philly, like you just said, we'll we'll just go five games. They lose five and go 30 and 25, but the Pacers win five.
0: That's mm-hmm. why 76ers
1: from five to let's say nobody else really hypothetically loses. That could slide them down to like eight, nine, because magic is right. seven and 24, 25 losses. will put them right at eight. Let's say the magic heat Pacers don't lose any more games. You know, during that five game, let's say they all go on a five-game win streak while the 76ers drop five, they just drop from fifth to like eighth or ninth.
0: Right. So. That, that's what I'm saying. In and, and as tight as some of those little pockets are in the East. That means too much. This is as tight as the whole top four teams are in the West because they're all virtually tied as of this very moment right now. One, two, three, and four are virtually tied for first place in the in the West. In the West? Uh let's see. Because you have the, the Clippers at 34 and 15. Then you have the Thunders, the T-Wolves, and the Nuggets all at 35
1: and, five and 16. 16. Yep. Yeah, that, that top four is 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 tough because it's it's gotten crazier
0: and i remember it was just like a couple couple episodes ago i want to say it was like the episode right before I, i missed one for being sick um we were talking about like who could possibly come out of the east or who could possibly come out of the west and we were both saying hey uh in the I West, you know, one of these lower teams might go on a run and win like a Pelicans or Mavs or a Lakers or somebody mm-hmm. like that. We don't see that in the East. It's probably yeah. going to be one of these top three or four teams.
1: Because the way the West is, the the vet-heavy playoff uh experience teams are at the bottom, if you want to be honest. The, yep. It's outside of the Clippers. Uh, just because of who they have, they have a lot of vets who also have playoff experience. Um, but the Thunder, young, no playoff experience. Uh, Timberwolves, young, very minimal. Uh, Nuggets, of course, defending champions, so of course, they have the experience. Right. Uh, then you look at the Kings, none. Suns, a lot. Pelicans, and eh, not really. Mavericks, same, and eh, not really. I mean, yes, but no um mm-hmm. lakers have eight as long as they got 80 and lebron and they make the playoffs it's a fighting fucking chance uh jazz eh, and then them, it's the warriors man right huh so, I, so
0: and then that that's why i say like if, if you if this warriors team can get and stay healthy down this stretch and figure a few things out with their lineup the way they've been playing. Uh, Kaminga is starting to come on. They're shopping Wiggins because I was about to say Kaminga more minutes.
1: That was going to go into my next kind of question type thing with mm-hmm. the with um the trade deadline coming up tomorrow, three p.m. Oh, it's gonna be a busy day tomorrow. Pay attention to the page. I am off, I ain't got nothing to do tomorrow, so I'm on my phone like oh, Adam shit. Schefter. Nice, <laughs> I'm like, no, not Adam Schefter. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like Adam Schefter or Woj tomorrow or Shams. I'm like, this, yeah, boy, I'm on ESPN is on my TV all day. Um, nice. but. I'm looking at the teams that need to do something. Uh, the Lakers have been in heavy talks with about Dejounte Murray and uh, what is that other name that came up? Um,
0: now the I did see something earlier. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to uh, Brian Windhorst pod, but he said that the Dejounte to the Lakers talk has
1: cooled. That and it's was more the DeJounte. headline I read. Dejounte to the, to Brooklyn is actually looking more like a thing right now, which okay. is a little crazy okay. because Atlanta's at ten, Brooklyn's at eleven. I don't think that trade for. I don't know. It might do something for Brooklyn, depending on what Brooklyn gives up. It it might move Brooklyn up a couple spaces. Um, but looking at the the Hawks, it's not too much. Cause they still can make the playoffs. They can. They're not out of it. Out of it. I mean, a lot of it's a lot of ball left. Maybe they feel like they they're not at a a place to really contend with the top of the East. Cause they are in the East, so I can understand that. Um, Dejounte has a contract that's kind of like eh. So, but just looking at West, um, my original question was just going to be more geared towards the Warriors. Is this are, are we going to see a major Warriors trade tomorrow? Like one of those mm-hmm. top players is getting traded, or is it going to be like key, like a Kaminga or a Wiggins or somebody that else is going to get moved?
0: I think, I think, I think if the Warriors make a trade, it's going to be Wiggins, uh, because yeah. from the stuff that I've read and from the people that I trust reading it from. um, They're looking to move Wiggins to get Kaminga more minutes because now they're – I guess they've started to see what he has to offer now and for the future, and so they're trying to build, develop, and cultivate that skill and bring him along. And the best way to do that, I mean, sometimes you got to make business decisions, and and you may not want to get rid of a guy, but you got to get rid of him. For the sake of someone else on your squad that you're trying to build up, it is what it yeah. is. Things happen the way they happen. I mean, uh, most people, if they're looking for the Warriors to do something that's going to send some shockwaves, is trading uh, Clay Thompson. I think uh, that's
1: what gets traded too.
0: Clay hasn't been himself this season or last season. Um, he hasn't been used as much either. And so, one of the things that they may it's difficult to trade in the NBA simply because the salaries have to come. I believe it's within ten to fifteen percent of matching. Uh huh. So it's not like baseball, where you can say, "Hey, I'll give you Derek Jeter for this bag of baseballs and this Cuban prospect." You can't do that. Um, the salaries have to match whether it's draft picks, players, whatever it is, the salaries have to come within that percentage. So you can't just do that.
1: I'm looking Um, at a lot of the trades that went down today. Nothing significant. Um, A couple, like the Celtics uh, landed uh, Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies. I think that's good for them. It gives them uh, depth at the forward center position. Um, Other than that, uh, Monte Morris going to the – Timberwolves, uh, again, not nothing too crazy. Gives them another guard, uh, a little def at guard. Everything else has been, like, minimal. Nothing blockbuster or shocking uh, so far. It's been a lot of role players and things like that that can come in and contribute um, to a couple uh, contending teams from what I've seen in the last couple weeks. But it's, what, 11-17 on the East? I'm going to say from midnight to 3 p.m. We're going to see a lot of stuff go down uh, while we're asleep, especially while we're asleep. Uh, we're going to wake up to a lot of news in the morning, I think, at least. At least I hope also. And, again, going into that 3 p.m. deadline, 3 p.m. Eastern, it's going to be it's gonna be interesting because a lot of the people that you would think are going to move aren't going to move now because of injury. Zach Levine is one.
0: Right. Uh,
1: that Zach Levine one is crazy because I had him leaving Chicago. I definitely had him leaving Chicago this season by trade deadline tomorrow. No. Now that's not going to happen. Um, Chris Paul was another name, but of course he's mm-hmm. still injured. He was the name on on the on the Warriors. I saw moving, um, but with his injury, um, not. I don't think anybody's going to want to take a chance. I would though. I'm not going to lie. Um, really, I wouldn't, give, I wouldn't give up a lot if I'm the Lakers. Yeah, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm always looking at us. <laughs> I knew it. When you said I would take a chance, I was like, he talking about the Lakers. I already know what he. I talking mean, about. He's if I'm a contender, Lakers. I'm gonna be honest. If I'm a contender, I'm gonna take a veteran Chris Paul, um, no matter what the team is. If I'm somebody who could use that that leadership in the locker room and uh, just death at guard, mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely would take him as a backup, not a starter. Mm-hmm. I don't think I think Chris Paul is entering those days where. He has to be okay and comfortable coming off the bench for the second team, But see, it's so it's so hard him, for a lot of those players. So hard. the other
0: thing with him coming in trying to play a role like that with a team, you almost have to have a guy that that's your starter that's playing the primary minutes at that position that's making very little to no money.
1: That too, because Chris Paul, in has,
0: Chris Paul at the salary that he's at the oh, guys wow. that you'd have to get rid of in order to bring him in. You're going to be getting rid of some guys in your, at the, at the top end of your rotation. So it's like, unless you just got some bad shitty ass contract sitting on your bench somewhere that can help fill in some of that salary. Mm-hmm. you giving given up guys that you playing good minutes in order to bring him in to not play him good minutes. So That's why I say, like, it's his salary that makes him so such a negative, I'll say, uh, trade target, yeah, yeah. But if you could just find a way to bring him in, like, let's say if he got bought out or something, and then now it's just sign him to a vet men, you know, contract for the remainder of the season type of situation Uh now that.
1: I could see that but happening.
0: I would definitely, if I'm any team in the league, and I got the cap space and the roster space, even if I got it I would do that, yeah. yeah. But trading for him at this stage of his career, nah.
1: it's... Not to be a like starter. Said, unless
0: you just got a really shitty contract sitting somewhere on your bench, I, I don't see how you can make it happen. Yeah. And it's just yeah. because of the way those
1: rules and shit is set up, but yeah, I still, I think I, I, I at least hope this is a busy, uh, because we've we've seen what one blockbuster trade so for two, two, no one, yeah, see, I come to uh, uh, the to, Pacers. Uh, Pacers, I think that's the only like big one we've seen. Um I'm trying, I trying to feel like it was another one. Did we see?
0: Oh, the the other the other kind of trade was uh, OG Anunoby uh, from the Raptors. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The, the Knicks and Raptors doing R.J. Barry uh, and OG. That and we talked about that. Both teams have benefited yeah. very well. Yeah, uh, for that trade, so that was yep. a great and even. I think Toronto might suffer now because they got rid of Siakam right after that. But uh, leading up to that, before that Siakam move, it was benefiting because R.J. was playing. Brand new basketball. OG mm-hmm. was playing really great. Um, so what's that's... crazy
0: is in the last ten games, the Knicks are one of the league's best because they're nine and one in their last ten. And I want to say that trade happened uh, maybe six, seven, eight games ago or so. So yeah, something along
1: those lines. They've, they've definitely benefited from down.
0: from that trade big time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like I said, Toronto's going to suffer a little bit now because they traded away Siakam. So mm-hmm. you know it puts RJ back in another type of situation. But I think he just plays out his contract, and he he may stay because that's home. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like,
0: exactly.
1: I always say, "Don't pressures of playing at home is crazy, man." Like, but but so many players always will say, as much as they love where they're from. Mm-hmm playing for that home team is LeBron's been the only one that's kind of carried that man on his back now in in uh Mellow tried it Mello, I think Mellow did a great job in New York it was just yeah. it was the organization not putting enough sometimes there yeah. were a couple years I I thought New York had had it I thought, it, but to it.
0: me in in Mello's situation it was more or less like okay you're you're in the mecca you know all of this you're back home home um the amari stoudemire thing didn't work out they tried to bring in mellow and stoudemire never could get healthy they never could attract anybody else to come in and play with them or nothing like that it was Which
1: just is crazy because it's mellow and new
0: york man like but the thing was, at that point in time, Mello wanted everything to go his way. And so I think a lot of the times, guys was like, do I really want to go there and play yeah. with this guy? And it we may not be had, conducive uh, to me growing
1: in, as a player and whatnot. You almost had LeBron and Bosh in New York with him. It, but
0: I, and in that that whole thing, like... Those guys basically kind of, they planned out their free agency for the CBA.
1: Yep, just right. They And
0: everybody thought that, no, they planned it out to go play together. No, they planned it out for the CBA. Yep. Everybody in that draft class who listened signed those deals the way they signed and then re-up for bigger money. Mello was the only one who didn't listen. Who no, I want my money now.
1: Because was, 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 uh, was Wade a free agent that summer
0: too? After that, he never got paid. With those other guys, got paid. Because
1: was was a was Wade a free agent that summer too? It was
0: it was Wade, Bosch, Gosh, LeBron, and LeBron. um and I think a couple of other guys in that all in that draft class or that same whatever. They all made sure. They signed deals to line up to re-up when the new CBA money would be there. And Mello signed, I want to say, like a five-year deal instead of those other guys, like signing a three-year deal or something. It was something like that. He ended up taking a longer deal for a little bit more money overall than those guys taking a little bit less money on a shorter deal. But when they re-upped, that's when they got the big, like, seven-year or whatever or four-year. It was something like that. But anyway, that that's that's how all of that ended up happening, you know, with those contracts. And, and people can say what they want, but I still will die on this hill that if you want to look at who started the modern-day super team, it was actually Danny Ainge and the Boston Celtics.
1: Yeah, Everybody said that, that LeBron and them going to Miami was a a um, a um result of what Boston was doing. Because Boston was dominating. LeBron was up in Cleveland. He couldn't get past him. Wade was down in Miami. He couldn't get past him. Mm-hmm. You had Melo out in New York. You had Bosh up in Toronto. All of them was in the East together. And it was like they were at a wedding. They was talking about it. It was, fuck them niggas. Let's get together. <laughs> and that's what happened just yep. mellow couldn't get out of his deal to get down there but Mello wanted them to come up to new york it was like well shit i'm here y'all are you know what i mean y'all don't have contracts let's go to new york and do this which would have been crazy if we had went to if they had went to new york that would have been nuts speaking of that I posted a uh, – I'm going to post it actually on the group page. I'm about to right now as we're asking the questions so I can kind of get some answers. But if Miami had had Kobe instead of LeBron the year they mm. lost to Dallas, does Miami win that championship or lose it? Why does my – camp man, what am I hitting? That's crazy. Yeah, but okay. does, Miami, so does Miami win in, that
0: championship or lose it? And in, in here, here was the question that I had because I wanted to try to clarify, right? Um, are we simply switching LeBron and Kobe? Yep, that's it. And in we're talking that same years Kobe with LeBron.
1: Hold on, was that was Kobe hurt that year? It, it,
0: see, this, then now you see why I'm asking the question. Uh, of, I'm asking it because like it makes a difference.
1: Um, uh, what was that 2007?
0: Hold up, I'm about to pull it up right now. Um,
1: Miami Sheet roster, I think that's oh Um, I'm about to pull it up right now. Here we go. No, nah, that's not, um, nah, it's not 07.
0: Is it. I'm looking for the same nah, one. No, that's not 07. Oh, 07. Uh, OK. That was uh, 2010, 2011. OK, so. In that year, we had Kobe was 31 years old. He Who? In the NBA in the MVP voting. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh he averaged 27 a game. Uh five rebounds, five assists, one said, and a half steals a game.
1: Uh okay. You said 2010,
0: 2011, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh he was 32 that year. Kobe played in all 82 games in 2010
1: 2011. Yep. He only did that three times that year 060 06, no 0708 and 08, 09. 0809 oh and, and 0203 2010,
0: 2011. Oh, I'm nah. sorry, 0203 he played in yep. 82
1: and 0102 he only missed two because he played in 80.
0: Yeah, and then again in 0506, 506. he played in 80. Yeah,
1: damn, hell yeah, 0- man, 1213 like he only missed three four uh three and 97 98 his lowest season kobe was one of those guys where it was like
0: for him to miss a game like you had to almost like he you had to drag
1: him off the court bro his lowest one was his lowest two for real was oh was 13 14 he only played six games and 14 15 he played 35 Everything else, he at least played 50, at least.
0: Yeah.
1: And 50 was the lowest, uh, 98, 99, because I think he got hurt that year, too. Yeah, he did get hurt. I w- wasn't thinking, but he did. Yeah, so. but. But to you, the question. When you look at just. I'm not. So for me, I'll say I'm looking at the type of players they are. hmm I felt like that year, Miami needed LeBron to be more of a dog and attacker and less of a passer. He was very pass-heavy that year, if you remember. There was a lot of games where, and I'm not talking about the overall numbers, but just when you look at the playoffs and look at those games, he was very, this is D-Way's team still. I'm going to let him kind of be the dom. Bosh got off, but LeBron kind of played the backfield a little. Mm -hmm. I feel like on that team, you switch them out. It does make the lineup look a little different because D-Wade probably is moving down to point guard uh, because him and Kobe both for two guards. So you would have to move Wade down to point. Kobe at two, or Kobe could play the three because he is taller than Wade. Wade was six three, Kobe six six. Kobe could play the three, Wade at the two. So you can still interchange that out. Um, I just think that team is different because now I got scores, I got scores and defense. Well, Kobe played the, the, immaculate the, defense.
0: He, the, the biggest thing I see, and, the, and this has always been the, the difference maker for me when it comes to LeBron versus Kobe. And it's like, there's that intangible that Kobe has that not very many players, athletes, period, have. And Kobe can just put himself in a different space mentally and sure. make himself do things and perform. At a different level that not very many athletes can say they can do, much less basketball players, period. So when I look at that year, and Kobe was 32, and I believe LeBron was what 26? I believe so. Yeah, 26. And Kobe was 32. So a full six year difference in, in age, but because Kobe had that killer instinct on both ends of the floor, uh-huh. I just, I got to go with Kobe in that situation, in that situation over LeBron. It is what it is. And to me is it. It's just that simple. I don't like try to overcomplicate the decision or overanalyze the statistics, the age difference, and this and that and blah 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 blah. blah. Like we look at that year, and yes, Kobe was thirty-two, and, and typically you're towards the back end of your prime. You're still in your prime sometimes at that age as a basketball player, especially that high level, but the man played all, all 82 games that year, like it, it, it didn't start that, that string of bad look injuries that he had a couple years later. Um, But just looking at what he managed to do at that age in that year and the kind of killer instinct he had, that was towards the end of his like reestablishing himself post Shaq era and being at an MVP type of level that was towards the middle end of that run of Kobe. Yep. And that was one of the last great Kobe years that we saw of him as a basketball player. And to me, just what he represented and how he played and how he carried himself. I, I look at swapping those two guys out at that point in time. And Kobe was a lot more mature, a lot yep. better of a leader at that time. And he had that killer instinct. That's and the so biggest part. The leader he would have been able to like raise the tide of all ships, so to speak, and lift the level of play of everybody on that team by him just being who he was and so that's another reason why just the the growth and the maturity that kobe had at that point in his career as opposed to lebron at that point in that same year in his career that's why i would say i I was i would take yes they would have beaten the mavericks and it would have been easy peasy lemon squeezy.
1: And I'm I'm with you on that from the same uh the aspects. When you look at like I said, the way Kobe was as a player, that killer instinct, that dog, mm-hmm. he didn't defer as much as that was the word I was trying to think of before defer. Yeah, gotcha. he didn't he didn't defer as much as LeBron did. It was more. I I don't think there was a time where if Kobe deferred, but it wasn't like to a great extent. It was like no, nah, I'm still on the floor. So uh, <laughs> let me get that. But right. there were times where he did defer to, to Lamar Odom or Paul Gasol or Meta. Like, there was moments where he did, you know, do that, but not to the extent LeBron did that year. That, that year and even in that playoffs was just so much of, like, LeBron passing up shots. LeBron trying to, you know, I, I just felt like they needed him to be more-er. And that next year he was. He came out and was right. a lot more... And he, they got
0: that chip. That next they, year. they needed him to be more aggressive offensively, not just scoring a ball, but also creating and playmaking. And I think that LeBron was, he was in a mindset of, I want to get everybody involved. I want to make sure I don't take over the team, and I, I don't want to be front and center. I want to. I want
1: to make sure Dwayne knows this is his.
0: Right. It was too much of let me play nice instead of let me be who I am. Yeah. And I think that it took them convincing him and then for him to actually finally believe it himself. Like this is my team.
1: Like I'm here. Like I'm, I'm here.
0: I'm him. Like I need to go ahead and ball out the way I need to ball out. Like, I think it took not only them convincing him, but then for him to also believe in himself. And and once all of that converged, that's when everything started paying off for them. And that's when he finally took off and assumed that role that Kobe had to learn the opposite hard way where Kobe was like, no, I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm going to prove it to y'all. Yep. It's like, okay, Kobe, yeah, you're the man. But here's this other part of your game that you really need to work on and develop. And once Kobe realized, okay, I have to start learning and trusting in my teammates a little bit more, like I used to when Except I had that. my future Hall Except of Famers, for you know, oh, like, that's when that I think here. that he kind of, like, they both, you know, had those turns and those pivots in their career. They just had to come at that, that point from different angles where, like, Kobe had to learn – I can't be as selfish. And LeBron had to learn, I have to be more selfish sometimes. Like, they have to learn how to balance that out. Uh,
1: except for those years we had Smush Parker and Robert Sockery. Yeah, Kobe had to be. He had to be selfish those years. <laughs> Fucking Smush Parker <laughs> and Robert Sacre. Hey. Hor- a Bro, tough. Tough times to be a Laker fan those years, boy. If you were, hey. hey man, if you Laker fans are listening, if you remember, tough years to be a Laker
0: fan, boy. One person that is definitely avoiding tough times and tough years and has set himself up for, for success is Kylian Mbappe. Mm. Now, I know most of y'all probably like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> you better um, know who he is. The Kylian hell? Mbappe is only arguably the best, the best top the three best. for sure. Play soccer players in the world right now. The best dude kidding. ain't even hit thirty yet, No. He's and young, he's, like, he's already five. he's won at every major level you could win at except. The one thing that has escaped him is a, um, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know y'all will, the Balloon Dior. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That, that, I, I think I said it right, but that's that, that, that's like the only major like award or measuring stick in soccer that he has not won. Uh, does he
1: have a Balloon Dior?
0: I don't think so. No. I don't think because cause, cause I, I've over the last like four or five years, whatever it is that he's burst onto the scene since he was like what 19? That first World Cup a few years ago with France. Like he hasn't won one. It's always been Messi or Ronaldo or uh uh I think one year um Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Somebody else, it, he hasn't won one. So, he's won the World Cup. He's won, uh, you know, club championships, league championships, whatever, all this other stuff. He's about to get paid because he made sure that either PSG is going to resign me or i'm gonna go somewhere else but wherever i go i'm getting paid yeah i'm gonna be in control of where i go next i think money wise psg's is the smart move to stay but okay let me ask you this because i remember y'all said that and and y'all you and ahon were breaking it down explaining it to me let me ask you this if PSG is a smart move to stay because of the money, do y'all say that because of the short term, the one year, like 80 million that he could get, or is it because he could parlay that one year 80 into something more long term with them at, 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 bigger money down the line. Yeah. Okay, and I'm, I'm if, just trying to clear, because I know y'all so, said it's better for him, but I'm just trying to figure out, is it
1: short, long term, whatever, or both? And he's made hella money, endorsements, contracts, all of that. Mm-hmm. So, at a very young age, again, 24, 25 years old, you No, know, he has made millions, almost a billion. Like, he has made Monty. But, it gets to the point where PSG's winning, but they're not winning, winning. and I feel like so the reports are it's Real Madrid. Like it's really between Real mm-hmm. Madrid and PSG. I haven't seen any other teams' names pop up, you know, in reports. Just those two. He he's twenty five. I think Real Madrid is the better if they're not losing anybody, especially because he's walking in free agent. There's no there's no transfer, so they're not losing. Anything at all, mm-hmm. and you look at the roster that Real Madrid has, and you add in Achille and Mbappe to that, mm-hmm. dominance. However long he signs, dominance. If he signs five years, 10 years, yeah, dominance. As long yeah, as they he, keep those other players too, dominance.
0: Yeah, he's he's 25. And as of right now, uh, his salary for this year was seventy-two million euros. So, it, to say that they would bump him up another eight million euros just to sign for that uh, that one year, mm-hmm. uh, to me, it reminds me of like a uh, like a, a the exclusive franchise tag in the NFL, basically where it says okay we're going to pay you the average of the top 5 highest paid players at your position right um so to me it's like whenever you quote unquote threaten a guy with the the franchise tag or whatever and you're looking at trying to sign into to a long term deal it starts off at okay what does that one year franchise tag look like and then the subsequent the the second year cuz you can only do it twice because the second year is actually like um i want to say it's like a 20 or 25 percent increase over the first year so hypothetically speaking if that one year is 80 20 increase would mean you know not roughly 96 million so if we are looking at averaging 176 million over two years that's 90 or so million a year. Okay, I want my 90 or sub million over the next five, eight, ten years. That's what I want because that's my going rate these next couple years. So to me, that, that to me would make sense if PSG was to come out and say, hey, you know what? You know you're going to make money hand over fist with this guy. He's homegrown from right there in France why not just bag up the brink's truck to him and say 10 years name your price please stay i i don't get it. i would do it if i was them.
1: because the way football football works is not that easy sounds good it does now, but they also have to look at the the long term financials uh you know of of a club like but Mbappé is one of them players like he's going to bring money in uh Europe loves him you know like I don't know if I would bring Mbappé over to America like if I'm like an American club but if I'm anywhere anywhere overseas I'm bringing Mbappé in instant money maker instant uh like return on investment type shit like so he he's definitely worth it from that standpoint um it's gonna be interesting in the next couple months. I'm pretty sure no decision is gonna come out until closer to the end of the season, which is more like June, July. Um, we'll know more. Right now he's, you know, in season tournaments, tournaments trying to win those and then, you know, we'll go from there. Unless it's something where he just doesn't fill it with the club and, you know, by all means he's gonna, you know, shut it down and walk away. So Interesting to see how that's gonna go. Um, I've been paying attention to AFCON a lot lately. Uh Nigeria and South Africa had a fire game tonight or today. Um, I gotta cop me a Nigeria jersey. Those they were hard. I said I need I want to get more international uh soccer jerseys to go along with the collection. So Nigeria's joint is you know, crazy. I'll send you a picture of that, that jersey is
0: Nope. is it that one uh one of y'all has sent it it was it that one i, I may hunt may have sent me a, a reel or some on ig it's like uh it's like green and white but it got like uh like black uh these like straggly stripes or something like that on it
1: hold on let me see because i'll repost it. it's,
0: something, it's it, he let me see if I can find it where he sent because I know he has sent me one. He was like, "Hey, this this kit looks crazy," something like that. It may be that one. I think you, I think we may be talking about
1: the same one. Shaq had it. Shaq had it on uh, in this one picture. Hold on.
0: But another reason why I think it would be it behoove uh, PSG to try to keep him is uh, they also have his younger brother Ethan. Uh, in their under 19 program. Uh, uh Ethan is only 17. Um 59 midfielder just like his brother. Um and he's pretty good. It's not just oh let's just you know, he's not a Nepo hire like like some people are, but he's actually a pretty decent player from from what everybody said. <laughs> not um, yes. So it, to me, it would just make sense, not only short-term but long-term, to keep the player himself, but also investing in the future of another potential player that you could have coming up in your program who just happens to be his younger brother. So it, it'll be interesting to see moving forward because, like you guys were explaining to me, it's something where he kind of kept everybody in the dark because he wants <laughs> to be able to make this move freely.
1: hmm which he uh, did tell them that he he let them know like hey I don't want to be traded I want to be transferred like I want to be able to walk away and make this decision on my own whether I stay or go mm-hmm. um, and they respected it because they value him that high whether he stays or goes they they value and respect him that much that to allow him to be able to make that decision because people who know ball know a lot of these clubs don't care they don't mm-hmm. once they know you're you even have an inkling that you might leave and go somewhere else. Oh, okay, cool. So you're not loyal to us. That's the way they look at it. Right. Ship you off wherever the hell they can ship you off to and get what they can get for you. Whoever is the highest bidder, that's who's gonna get you. It don't matter who yeah. it is. It can be a lower it, team. If they got the money, that's all that matters.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to look at man and just keep an eye on to see what he ends up doing later on. Uh, in the next few months uh where he decides to go for next year. But uh one thing I will say is I wish him nothing but the best of luck. And I hope that he take full advantage of all the opportunities afforded to him Uh because this is black history month. And I think uh, Kurt flood was like one of the first ones we posted. Yep. And Kurt flood is the, the Godfather of, modern day uh sports free agency if it wasn't for him back in 1969 taking the major league baseball to court to determine where he gets to play uh after you know one of his contracts ended up then we we wouldn't have free agency the way we have it in sports right now so um if but if you follow us on instagram on twitter uh at sucio sports that's sports with a z um Every day, we try to post at least one or two uh, different black athletes that, you know, don't really get the name, the pub or the recognition that some other athletes uh, traditionally, historically or what have you typically get around this time of year. So we try to keep it as fresh and as different as possible. Uh, But just make sure you follow us there, because, like I said, we'll post at least one or two every day. Um. Now is one of my favorite parts of the program, not just because it's the last segment, but because, like, I truly love, like, sometimes I just got something to say and I just got to get it off my chest. Sometimes Key's got something he got to say. He just got to get it off his chest. But whatever it is, we typically, you know, got a little something to say.
1: Keys. Oh, I ain't got nothing this week. This one on you.
0: You ain't got nothing bad. Uh-uh. So, this I got a little something, and it's is it's, it's kind of it's it has sports related to it, but it comes from the world of pro wrestling. So this week, everybody was mad and complaining about Cody Rhodes, The Rock. Who will make me Like, honestly, I really don't care because I like wrestling. I just want to see it. It's going to be great. It's going to be entertaining, no matter what they do. However, they do it, whatever it is, it's gonna something that people going to talk about. People going to tune in, watch it. But when you get to the point where you threatening the rock's daughter and giving people death threats behind stuff like this, and I remember back um, specifically with Jacoby Jones, he was with the Texans and he was getting death threats. He fumbled against the Ravens. I remember. Like certain athletes getting death threats. Pat Norwood, when he missed the field goal for the Bills, against the Giants back in 91. Y'all need to get a fucking life, bro. Like, for real. Like, find something else to do with your stuff. Because if the outcome of a game or even worse, a fucking wrestling match, then we all know wrestling is not, it ain't fake. It's predetermined. It's scripted and written out what's going to happen. If something like that got you that mad, where you threatening somebody's life that don't even have nothing to do with the situation? You need to reevaluate your shit. You need to do something different with yourself. I don't know what, but I mean, just take a look. Go play in traffic or something. That might be a better thing for you to do than to threaten somebody you don't know who don't know you and don't have nothing to do with the situation while you're frustrated threaten that person's life like that is bitchless fatherless behavior at its highest degree and I just need y'all to find something else to do besides threatening people who don't know you don't care about you you don't affect their money and they don't affect your money and if that person is affecting your money then maybe your broke ass needs to stop gambling or something I don't know go find something the fuck else to do besides being fake tough on the internet with your rough ass hard ass keyboard warrior ass fingers like just just stop it find something else to do go outside cut some grass get some bitches, get some drinks get some food somehow i don't know do something with yourself besides thread people on there okay go get you some bitches do something bro because y'all 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 stressing me out by being by acting so you know bitchless and fatherless like for real for real and your mama probably didn't like y'all asses either the way y'all be acting i'm just saying but yeah better for y'all because y'all 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 you know, despite y'all being so stu- we we actually still got a little bit of love for y'all. We want y'all to do better and be better, just a smidge. That's all, like a little bit, a little bit. But anyway, um, I'm Jermaine, that's Keys. I'm it's been episode longer.
1: 19. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. the sponsor up there, and the yeah, up there in the corner. Yeah, there we go. There, there I got up, it.
1: There, you
0: go. over there, man, up there in the fucking corner, right above Key. Shit, I can't. I, I'm tired yeah. of this pointing shit. I'm tired. I know,
1: right? I keep pointing the wrong <laughs> way. All right, there, you That's
0: right. there you go. He pointing in the right direction. He pointing in the right direction. But yeah, um, shout out
1: to the sponsors, Gel Blaster. Blaster again. More sponsors on the way.
0: Man, way, we love way, y'all. Way, we way, appreciate way, y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us.
1: Episode uh, 19. We will be back next week with a Super Bowl winner with a all NBA All-Star preview. Uh talk a little NFL offseason, you know, preview. Uh whatever else crazy goes on this weekend. Yeah. Mostly Super Bowl. Mostly yep. Super Bowl. So Definitely. Hey man, get them parlays in, get your bets in. Yes. Follow, follow, follow us on everything, and make um, sure
0: you watch out for the giveaway from Gel Blasters. Be following yes. us on the socials.
1: Yes,
0: that's at Sucio Sports. That's S-U-C-I-O-S-P-O-R-T-Z uh, on Twitter, and I believe is an underscore between Sucio and Sports on Instagram. Is something like, but if you If you start Googling it or whatever, or typing it in the search bar, it'll pull up. You'll find it. There it is. All right. Definitely. Uh, for my brother keys, I'm Jermaine. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. We'll see y'all next week. We out later.